Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Monday, July 17th. On this date in 1955, Disneyland opened its gates to the public for the first time. The theme park now welcomes more than 18 million visitors a year. But on its opening day, it definitely had some problems. History.com says special invitations sent out for the opening were counterfeited, leading to thousands of extra visitors being let in before everything was ready. Today, there's Disneyland in California and Disney World in Florida. Do you know when Disney World first opened up? I'll have the answer coming up. But first, let's head over to the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center to see how your forecast is going to shape your week. And good Monday morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Sovai. First Alert Weather Day is called through Friday as it's going to be a very hot week ahead. Highs in the mid to upper 90s. Heat index 105 to 110 each afternoon. Now look at your forecast for today. Some isolated storms around this afternoon, this evening. High temperature today around 95 degrees if you're off to the beaches. Upper 80s to around 90 degrees there. UV index very high. Water temperature at 86 degrees tonight. We drop down to 77 with a partly cloudy sky. And uh, that's about as cool as we'll be all week long. Low temperatures in the upper 70s to around 80. 96 tomorrow. 97 Wednesday. The hottest day, 98 on Thursday with a couple of hit or miss showers and storms each afternoon. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast. Powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. New this morning, the South Carolina Highway Patrol is investigating a single car crash that left one person dead in Berkeley County. That crash happened just after 7.30 last night on College Park Road, about four miles north of Somerville. Troopers say the rider of a 2017 Harley-Davidson motorcycle was traveling east on College Park Road when they struck a curb, spilled, and hit a telephone pole. That person has not yet been identified. The North Charleston Police Department is investigating a shooting that left one man hurt. According to police, officers responded to Lenape Street for a shooting around 645 yesterday evening. When officers got to the scene, they found a man who'd been shot. He was taken to the hospital for treatment. There's been no update on his condition. No arrests have been made, and police say this is an ongoing investigation. Meanwhile, in a separate incident, a man is behind bars this morning after being arrested for a deadly North Charleston shooting. Daytez Brown is facing murder and weapons possession charges. These stem from a shooting on July 9th when police got calls about a dead body and later discovered a man who had died after being shot. Officials arrested Brown yesterday. One person is dead and several others are hurt after a crash in the Hollywood area. Charleston County deputies were called to that crash around 7.30 yesterday morning in the Moffett Road area. Officials say the driver of a Chevy sedan was traveling on Highway 174 when it crossed oncoming traffic and collided head-on with a Ford sedan. The driver of the Ford died and four others involved in the crash were taken to a local hospital. Attorneys representing the family of Mallory Beach say they've reached a $15 million settlement in a wrongful death lawsuit. Beach was killed in a 2019 boat wreck in Beaufort County. Paul Murdoch, the late son of convicted killer Alec Murdoch, was allegedly driving that boat. While investigating Beach's death, authorities found surveillance video you see here from a Parker's convenience store showing Paul buying alcohol while underage the night of the boat wreck. A family attorney says other passengers on the boat that night have also settled claims against Parkers. This settlement with the Beach family means the civil case that would have taken place August 14th has been canceled. 
This summer, the Preservation Society of Charleston launched a project to develop the city's first climate resilience guidelines for historic properties. The guidelines will give people in the area better tools to adapt to changing climate conditions. Live 5's Destiny Kennedy joins us in Charleston this morning with more details on what people can expect from these guidelines. Destiny, why are these standards so important? Good morning. Good morning, Katie and Nick. With Charleston being vulnerable to things like flooding and the impact of sea level rising, these guidelines are imperative for preserving Charleston. The Preservation Society of Charleston, also known as PSC, has hired the Preservation Design Partnership, LLC, as the consultant to lead the development for the guidelines. The project is in partnership with the City of Charleston and Clemson University. The guidelines will create a user-friendly resource to educate residents to make the best decision for design resilience and approval process. The scope of the project will be citywide and recommendations for historic properties both on and off the peninsula. Director of Preservation and Planning at PSC, Erin Minigan, says she has seen many creative ways to preserve historic properties, which has inspired these guidelines. What we hope uh, to do with this project is create like a toolkit for people in understanding what their options are in enhancing the resilience of their properties. So in recent years, we've seen some really creative adaptation projects being done uh, within the historic district. Uh, we've seen many historic buildings being elevated to get them up out of their flood risk. With the development of these guidelines will be a year-long process and will include public participation. To stay updated, go to this story at live5news.com. Reporting live in Charleston, Destiny Kennedy, Live 5 News. The Pineville community in Berkeley County gathered yesterday to advocate for the search of an elderly woman who went missing in the area exactly a year ago. Kaylin Ashbaugh spoke with the community on her lasting impact and what the event advocated for. Loved ones and community members to Mrs. Ruth Jenkins gathered here at J.K. Gordine Elementary School to celebrate the life of their beloved neighbor. 78-year-old Jenkins was last seen on the 1800 block of Highway 45, wearing a gray shirt, jeans, and black glasses. She went missing back on July 16th of 2022. Those close to her say she suffers from dementia, and for that reason, she may have left her home to look for her keys or the family dog. She's five foot six and weighs around 125 pounds with black hair and brown eyes. Members of the community tell me Jenkins is a former educator, churchgoer, and advocate for the well-being in her community. They hope this event brings more awareness to the ongoing investigation and other similar missing person cases in the area. Daily, we're doing something. Weekly, we're still having meetings. We're still putting all of the resources that we do have together to come up with whatever answers that we have, and we're still asking for SLED to step in. The community says they're planning to have another event for Mrs. Jenkins, a walk in September. If you know anything about her whereabouts, you're encouraged to contact the Berkeley County Sheriff's Office. Reporting in Pineville, Caitlin Ashbaugh, Live 5 News. So at the beginning of the show, I mentioned that on today's date in 1955, Disneyland opened for the first time. But what about its sister park, Disney World? Well, that park opened in 1971, 16 years later, in honor of Walt Disney, who had died in 1966. Celebrating birthdays this Monday, actor Donald Sutherland is 88. Camilla, the queen, is 76. Actress Lucy Arnaz is 72. Actor David Hasselhoff is 71. And country singer Luke Bryan is 47. Thanks so much for joining us for another edition of Morning Y'all, powered by Live 5 News. Katie Kamen, hope you have a good Monday. I'll talk to you tomorrow.
Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.